You ready for the word tonight? Amen. Let's go ahead and pray. Father God, we just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for redemption. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you for the life of God in us. Thank you for making us to be partakers of your divine nature. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we just worship you. We came together tonight, Lord, because we're hungry for more of you. And we thank you, Lord. We believe that we will receive tonight more, not just for us, but to impart it to others. Father, that, that you may minister to others even through a conversation. That, that your, your presence, the knowledge of you, the fragrance of you, Lord, may be able to, to um, permeate others as, as we're in their presence. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're go going to do tonight. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Well, let's see. Let's go ahead and open our Bibles to um, where we didn't have these in order. Um, I brought these because I wanted to show it to you. Um, I don't know how many of you may have it. I don't know. It's still available, right, Jim? But this is, uh, Charles Cups put out pamphlets like these, and each of them are just jewels. And, um, you know, they're little things that you can put just anywhere, and there's no excuse, whatever you are, to just, you know, feed your faith. Uh, so I've been meditating on these. And, and I just can't let loose of these words, are your servants. Uh, so let's go today to Hebrews 4.14. We'll start there. We're continuing really on the subject of, of the renewing of our mind because we are we're making a connection uh, that we see from the Word of God, how that health, the health of our bodies, the health of our minds, the health of every area of our lives, every area, our families. You know, I mean, let's, you know, uh, Brother Hagen used to say, say amen or say oh me. <laughs> And sometimes you'd hear a choir of people going, oh, me. Because <laughs> we were all real before him, you know. Uh, but we all know that we've missed it. But, you know, we don't, we don't stay there. Amen? We don't stay there. We missed it, but, but we go to the answers, and we change our ways. Amen. You have, this is one area also that you need to receive from the Lord, that you can change. There are some people that, that have been told that they never change, or they never will change, in a negative vein, and they have believed it. If you have been told that by anyone, don't believe that, because that is not from God. You see? Uh, it, takes, it takes the wisdom of God to surround yourself with people that will value you and that will put respect in you. Because sometimes some people have taken the respect and the value out of you. You know, and the Lord wants to set you up and heal you and show you 
in his mirror how you look like and who you really are. Amen? And so, um, praise the Lord. Hebrews 4.14, we have Secretary Melissa, Master Miller Keller. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Pastor told us all about it. It even rhymed, didn't it? <laughs> Amen. So Hebrews 4.14 4, says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Now, that, the King James says that. Other translations say, let's hold fast our confession. What does that mean? Say what God says. What he says about you. What he says about anything else. Say that. Because you have a high priest, Jesus, the Son of God. Now, he, he, he finished his work on earth, but he's not done with his ministry. He has a present-day ministry in the heavens. And, and you see, and part of that ministry, a great part of the ministry, is that he is the apostle and the, and the high priest of our confession. In other words, he needs our words. Pastor Jim was, was uh, bringing that on, on Sunday. He, he needs our words. We have to realize this, and I believe you realize that, that both the Lord needs your words in order to, to release his life into your life, and the devil needs your words in order to create trouble in your life. He's an imitator. You know, he, he, he's, not a, he's not an original. Uh, but he will imitate. But he does it. He does it in the kingdom of darkness. You know. And so it is, it, what, what, what are we saying when, it, when we're talking about holding fast our confession? I think, you know, we've talked about this before. And by the way, uh, Hebrews 3, 1, you don't have to go there. But that is what it says, that Jesus is the apostle and the high priest of our confession. You know? So in other words, he doesn't handle animals anymore. Like the high priest used to. But what he handles is our confession. Is what comes out of our mouth. And... You know, we were, we, we've been um, talking on the subject of right and wrong confession and how that you cannot uh, believe incorrectly, think incorrectly, and then talk correctly. You see? So we need to make sure that we don't try to put the cart before the horse. You can only uh, put a watch, and I'm going to say something that, that, uh, that's necessary, we, we realize this. You can only put a watch over your mouth to a certain point and succeed. You understand? Unless you continue to renew your mind with the Word of God. You see, if you put, if 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 you um, if you uh, submit your heart and your mind to the Word of God on a regular basis, you will not have to worry about your confession. You see, and sometimes it's not so much because you know there's a lot of people that really have willpower to to say I'm not going to say anything. Some of you are very quiet people by nature, you know? And so you just, I won't say anything. But it's not, many times it's not what you do not say, but it's what you say correctly. 
It's not just being God. I'm not going to say that because I don't want to hang myself with what, I, with, with what I'm about to say. So I won't say it. No, no, but what are you saying? What are you saying? Because you've got to say something. You've got to say something. If your high priest, if the high priest of your confession is going to have something to take to the throne. Amen. And so we, we have to think, think correctly before we can believe correctly. You see? And then we can, therefore, speak correctly. Amen? And we're going to see some of these things. So um, I wanted to, to um, start today, because this we shared before, about... Um, the two sides of redemption. I know some of you have heard about this before. Actually, I think, isn't it E.W. Kenyon that has a book, The Two Sides of Redemption? And Brother Hagen would teach us about it. And so what do we mean by that? What we mean is that what Jesus did for us legally, uh, but... 2,000 years ago, must become vital. So there's two sides, the legal and the vital. The legal, that which was done by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And then the vital, which is the, ex, the experiential. It's what we experience, what becomes, what becomes lifestyle for us. You see, so... So the experiential side is the vital side, is what he, he I think he, Brother Hagen probably did get it from um, Kenyon. I read that book um, by W. Kenyon, but, uh, but quite a long time ago, I probably should go read it again. But we must see both sides, the legal and the experiential. We need to know the legal because that belongs to us. Everything Jesus did for us belongs to us. Amen? And so that which the Lord has legally purchased for us, brought to pass for us, made available for us, provided for us, is ours to experience. Amen? It's ours. It belongs to us. And so how do we do, how do we help ourselves experience that which we see in the Word of God that we can have? You see, because that is, that's, that's where um, uh, the rubber meets the road. I, I believe God. Amen. Uh, I believe the spirit, the spirit of faith says, I believe, therefore I speak. Amen? And, and therefore, I'm going to add to it, therefore, I walk in it. I experience it. I live it. Amen? It's, it's, it's really what, what, um, what made such a difference in our lives when we realized that the truth of the Word of God were not just to read on paper, but they were to experience. Amen? The, the, the psalmist said, uh, Bless the Lord of my soul and forget not any of his benefits. You know, some people like to call it promises. I call it promises sometimes. But I like to call it the benefits. Amen? The new birth comes with benefits. <laughs> Amen? And, and great benefits. And so, they're for each and every one of us. And, and our Father loves us so much. He wants us to experience every one of them. All right? And so, we're, we're going to um, talk uh, about these a little bit. I, uh, actually, that was the end of, of last week's message. And so, I just finished it. <laughs> so, now... Um, 
we're going to continue. Uh, as I said, what we believe is a result of our thinking. If we, be, if we think wrong, we will believe wrong. Okay? And if our believing is wrong, our confession will be wrong. Um, I'm going to remind you of another statement I made, because it all, it all flows together. Your mind matters and how your body functions. So how you think, how you think. How you think, what you think on, or it matters uh, on, and how your body functions. Amen? Most important foundational thing to get right is how you think. Brother Hagen used to tell us that after a person is born again, there's nothing more important than to begin to renew your mind with the Word of God. Amen. And it's a process. It's an everyday, everyday privilege. It's, it's an everyday spiritual exercise. Amen, to, to, to be able to enjoy. And then before you know it, when you've done it, then you realize, oh my, I didn't even know people still thought that way. Have you ever, does that occur? Do you mean they still think that? You mean they still say that? I didn't know people still said that. <laughs> because cause you have not been there for so long, you know. And so, uh, praise the Lord. Um, remember one day, I think it was two or three times ago that we talked about learning to kill the ants. Yeah? The automatic negative thoughts. And we went to Philippians 4.8. We will not today. Okay. So, uh, today, let's continue. Um, it's, and, and, and I want to start with these. It's not only what, what we personally know about the Lord Jesus Christ that counts, that matters. But it is what the Word of God says, that you are already in Christ that matters. Amen? What the Word of God says, that you are in Christ, that you can do in Christ, and that you have in Christ. You see, that is where we get from the, from the legality, the legal side of redemption, to the vital side. See, we, we want to personally know about the Lord Jesus Christ and, and have a walk with Him. But, we want, the word, we, we want to believe and act upon the Word of God. Know ourselves in the light of what the Word of God says that we are. Amen? That's why it's, <laughs> I think, just, just bringing back what the Holy Ghost totally brought, because I had not thought about it, about it doesn't matter who said something to you. Who put an idea of limitation in your life? Who limited you? Amen. Who told you that that's who you are or how you are or how you do? Amen. Um, so let's let's. Um, there's there's a I, I was. Praying in the spirit, actually, as I, I was coming back from um, from Cimarron, and I'd like to go to Second Peter one. Because um, I was praying in the spirit after I told Pastor I was headed back in town, and I got got uh, um, the word partaker, partaker, just come out, you know, partaker, and. Um, 
that that I'm a partaker. You're a partaker. You're a partaker. And so we're going to see Second Peter 1. We're going to look at some scriptures today because I'm convinced that uh, too many Christians have been kept back from enjoying the partaking. The partaking of God's nature. The, you know, just because a scripture didn't seem real to you. And I read the scriptures there, but it's not, you know, and I'm not saying that, I'm not saying be fake. Please be not. Uh, but we must move from um, reading the Word of God and, and, and understanding, yes, this is the Word of God, but, but I can't relate to it. Amen? Because the Word of God was written to us that have been born again. It's our food. It's what we're made out of. Amen? And so it, it fits in us. We've been recreated in Christ Jesus so that the Word of God will fit in us. Amen? And, and, uh, and it, will, it will find all the spaces that, that need f filling, that need completing. You know, I was meditating on, on, the, on the scripture that I'm complete in him. Anyway, let's, let's, uh, um, let me give you the, let's read the scripture, Second Peter 1. You can give me New King James if you would like, or, or Amplified, I don't, I don't mind. I'm not picky tonight. Second Peter 1. It's a wonderful script passage. I went and read it again. And, um, and then I looked up the word partaker. And so I'm going to give you the definition since it's looking for that. The word partaker. A partaker is a person who joins in an action or activity. We're partakers. And also, a partaker is a person who consumes or indulges in something. And right here, we're called partakers of the divine nature. <laughs> um, did you give me, let, let's start with verse 2 there. Yeah, there you go. It says, grace and peace be multiplied to you. This is the Lord speaking to you. This is, this is Brother Peter by the Holy Ghost talking to us tonight. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. I mean, that's a mouthful. That's a, that's a mindful, too. <laughs> His divine power has given to us. Read that with me. His divine power has given to me all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called me to glory and virtue. It says by glory and virtue in that, I guess, not a typo. The, the King James says to glory and virtue. And, and then we continue. Uh, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these, through the promises, or you can call them benefits, you may be partaker, or I may be partaker, of the divine nature. Amen. And thank God for his grace, I've escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So praise God. I've been made, you've been made a partaker of the divine nature. And it says, if we back up, back up to verse 3, that it's through the knowledge of him 
who has called us by glory and virtue. So that all these things that pertain to life and godliness are given to us. Why are there some people that know about and enjoy these things and others not? It's because they like the knowledge. The knowledge of he, uh, that he has done that. And then it goes, uh, goes on, verse 4, uh, that we've been given by which, by that glory and that virtue of God, we've been given uh, exceeding great and precious promises that through these you might be partakers of the divine nature. So we're, we're partakers, um, a synonym of partaker. I know about these. Uh, is one of them is sh- sh- to share. Share. Uh, to, um, and participate. So, so we participate, we share. Hallelujah. Amen. All the great and precious promises. Thank you, Lord, all the benefits. So the question uh, to ask ourselves, when you read a scripture, and we'll go and and use some examples, when you read a scripture, and either your feelings, or your thoughts, or memories, of things being said to you or being thought by you, tell you, well, yeah, that's not real to me. You know? Uh, The question is, have you ever acted as if it were real? You know, we're we're learning to go from the legal side of redemption to the vital, to where we enjoy it. We walk in it. So, uh, a question to ask is, have you ever acted as if it were real? Have you ever confessed it to be so? Uh, have you told anyone else about it? You know, some, somebody you can trust. Amen? So, so let's, let's, for example, um, let's go. I mean, how many of you? have testified to somebody in your life, let's start very simple, that you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen? You can testify to that. Amen? I was hearing a conversation actually the other day, it was a blessing, between uh, John Bevere and his wife Lisa. And they were talking about how that it is not enough to have uh, somebody uh, be able to say, uh, Jesus, come into my heart. That people need to be discipled. They need to go somewhere to where they learn, okay, now that Jesus is in your heart, now that Jesus is your Lord, this is the way we how does it go? The song? You know? Yeah, wash my hands, wash my This is the way that we do things. Amen? Uh, so there has, because otherwise then the benefits, the precious promises, the thoughts remain like before. Amen? Uh, uh, I'm not saying that you cannot lead somebody to the Lord, but we ought not to leave, leave them there. Amen? Because, because it's, it's, otherwise, it's going to be like a baby that is birthed, and then nobody... They will not succeed. A baby left alone will die. I mean, it's, 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 it's sad to hear, but it's the truth. Amen? And as Christians, we have a responsibility. Yes, to pray for them, but prayer is not enough. You need to hold them by the hand and teach them. Amen? And be an example. This is what you do. This is how we think. Amen? This is how we 
speak. This is who you are now. Let me show you now who you are now. Amen. Of course, the person has to want to, but, but anybody that rejoices in their salvation is going to want to. Amen. Just, just we have to stay there. So, so okay, everybody agreed that you, um, you have told somebody else and that you often still continue to, to uh, praise the Lord and, and confess that you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. It'll do you good. Amen? To, to do that. Uh, I like the, one of the translations that says that we have become new species that never existed before. Amen? Before Jesus ascended into heaven after his resurrection. Um, you know, and then, and then uh, he, was, he was on earth 40 more days. But before then, People were not able to be born again. That species of being had never existed on earth before. We're a new species. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're, we're, we're the, 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 the new creatures in Christ. So how about a, another example? Uh, Let's go to First Corinthians. Let me. One thirty. No. It's Second Corinthians. Excuse me. That's in my Bible. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you this one. First um, Corinthians, fifteen fifty-seven. Is that 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 one's a simple one? Praise the Lord. We'll do some more, and we'll we'll show you. So. You, you see, I don't think that any of you would think that way any, anymore. Um, those are those types of thinking that, that my husband and I sometimes watch, sometimes I say to him, people still think that. <laughs> um, but you know, when people would look to a scripture and say, it just doesn't seem real to me. When we first started pastoring, and actually even the first maybe 10 or 15 years, uh, we would have people that would have trouble uh, confessing that they were the righteousness of God in Christ. And because, you know, they didn't feel like it. It didn't seem real to them. But you see, it will never seem real to you until you confess it. What, what is confessing? Confessing is, some, is affirming something that you believe. Is receiving the scripture as truth in your life. You know, don't get hung up with, with not understanding what confess. You confess what you believe. You believe it in your heart. You didn't make yourself righteous. You didn't make yourself born again either. You didn't save yourself. He did it. Amen? But it's important that you declare often, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen? Say that with me. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I mean, these, these should be scriptures that you... Uh, that you have claimed, again, this word claiming, I, I, was, I was meditating on that, because I have to tell you the truth, it's not been a word that I have used that much. I understood what it meant, had no problem with it. But sometimes some people, you know, I don't think we have that, you know, of course in our church we don't, but there used to be at one time people that would make fun of the, of the uh, claim it, name it and claim it. It's because they didn't understand what the word claim meant. 
they got irritated. The flesh got irritated. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. The flesh of some Christians got irritated by other Christians confessing the word of God because it had not been done before. And now who do you think you are? And that's what you were said. Who do you think you are? Well, look at him. He walks like he thinks he's better than somebody else. And that was not it at all. Amen? In and out of ourselves, we're, we're nothing, we can do nothing. But we're, we're, we're in Christ. Amen? So don't be afraid of saying, I claim that. Because by saying that, what are you saying? I looked up today, just for the fun of it. The word claim. This is the verb, claim. And it, and it means uh, to state or assert that something is the case. You see, to, to state or assert that something is right. That is the case concerning me. So see, it's not a dangerous uh, word to use. It, it, it's not a cultic word to use. No, we're just saying. It's, it's another word of saying, yes and amen. Amen. It's saying, I believe it, that's mine. But we just, somebody just shortened the word instead of, I claim that. Maybe he was a lawyer or something. <laughs> and, it, and it was a household word to them. You know, so there's some of these words that, that we have like, ooh, and, and, and they're just very normal words. So, uh, so you have to, to claim these things. Amen. This is me. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Let's read it together. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have the victory? Amen. That's, that's another uh, confession. That's something else that the Lord, if it comes out of your mouth, out of your heart, the Lord takes uh, as your high priest. I have the victory. Amen. You, it, it, it has nothing to do with how things look like or how you feel. Amen. Any more that your new birth has anything to do with how you look or feel. Or feel. You know, I've had people tell me, you know, I never have experienced that, but, but a lot of people do. I, I don't feel saved. Well, so what do you do when you don't feel saved? Well, you remind yourself you're normal. It doesn't matter how you feel. <coughs> Amen? Because you didn't deserve your salvation anyhow. It was by the grace of God, the blood of Jesus purchased it. Amen. That's just really to tell you the truth. That's just letting, um, letting yourself get out of the place to where you're mot motivated by thoughts and feelings that demons want to bring to you. I'll just tell it plain. And, or you're, you live by the word of God. Amen? Praise God. So, if you have to wait to be sure that, that you're ready to accept a scripture, you know, that you're ready to, to, um, to, to feel that that can be real for you. You know, get goosebumps. You know, or 
take take a napper. <laughs> I don't know their, the names of those things, but I know that they're uppers. Do people take downers too? Do they? Uh, is that when they're really hyper? Is that it? Yeah. I, see, there's there's a pill for everything. But I'm glad that I have a gas pill. <laughs> How many of you? <laughs> that shows my age. That shows my age. Anyway, I there's a gas pill for everything. So, glory to God, if you have to wait and be sure first that it's real, you'll never experience it. Amen. I remember this one brother had a trouble, uh, had trouble, um, just with the scripture of, of the righteousness of God in Christ. But they finally, they finally obeyed the Holy Ghost and they spoke it. And you know what? After that, they never had trouble again. You see, it, there's, there's, there's the pressure to not proclaim the word of God about yourself. Because what if I do? What if you do? That's what the Bible is saying that you are. Amen? Believe it. Dare to believe it. Amen? Dare to believe you can actually do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Now, when, you, when it says all things, I'm not saying crazy things. I'm not saying, uh, you know, things that, that are not in God's plan. But if God has called you to do anything, amen, anything that he has placed in your hands to do, the things that are your responsibilities in life, you know the call of God on your lives? The call of God in your lives is just as holy and, pre and precious as the call of God and Pastor Jim in my life. Amen? And so, so God has an equipment for you, and, and he's got um, you know, things for you to do, and his word says that you can do all things. Through his strength. He'll give it to you. If you'll believe it. It's amazing. What you will believe. You can walk in. What you will believe. And you will, and you will speak. You'll walk in it. And you'll have success. You'll have victory. We just read that. The victory. You'll have the victory. You don't have to, you don't have to manufacture the victory. You don't have to fake the victory. You'll have the victory. You'll be victorious. You'll be on top. Amen? So, um, if, if, if the Bible says it so, the Bible does not lie. That's the way that I, that I put it to myself. Amen? So, um, a, promised, a promise from God's word must be confessed. Let's go to Romans 10.10. 10. You know this scripture, you can, so we'll, but we'll just have it there. Because you know how that it says that with the heart, men believes. That's the part that I wanted. And with the mouth, confession is made unto. We're talking about the legal side of redemption. Was written in the pages. Amen. By his stripes, you were healed. You've been redeemed from the curse of sickness and disease and poverty and lack and spiritual death. Amen? You know, we've been redeemed uh, from the curse of the law. And we've talked about uh, other times uh, about Deuteronomy 28. You've been redeemed from failure. Amen? But you see, a man must believe in the heart and confess with the mouth. Amen? How can a man go through life and have everything that they do prosper? 
the Lord told Joshua, Joshua how to do it. Amen? Yes. To meditate on the Word. To not let the Word of God depart from his mouth. That means if it's not depart from the mouth, it's that, it, that it has been thought on. And you know, you think, well, Pastor Lily, painting a picture that everything goes always rosy. Well, it may not, but you know what? We do not quit. And we do not, we do not lose the joy of the Lord. Amen? You know, Pastor Jim and I haven't always had, but, but you know, we don't even notice, right? Because we don't ponder on the, on the failures. But we don't ponder in the in the misses because we've missed it. But you know what? You give yourself grace and you give yourself redemption and you continue to walk with the Lord. Amen. Because because victory is mine. Amen. Victory is mine. So anyway, um, time is flying. So. A promise from God's word must be confessed as a reality before it ever becomes. We're talking about how to be able to experience what legally has been purchased by the Lord Jesus. The Christ, the Son of God. <laughs> Amen. And so we must confess a promise of God as a reality as if it were a reality before it comes to pass. Amen. Faith calls things that are not as though they were. Amen. You call the reality of the Word of God. Amen. Um, I may go into something else, I may not, but um, according to the Word, it's already so. But to make, to make it real in your life, you must confess it to be so. There's Bible principles. It's a principle of the Word of God. It works. If you will do it, you will find that it will work for you. Amen. Let not this word of mine, the Lord says, depart out of your mouth. What does that mean? Speak it. Speak it. If you don't like the word, confess it. <laughs> I don't think any of us have the problem, but some people have made it a problem. Talk the word. Amen? Talk the word. I like something that Mark Hankin says. Don't talk to the Lord about your mountain. Talk to the mountain about your God. Don't talk to God about your mountain. Talk to the mountain about your God. Talk. Talk. Amen. Talk to your problems. Talk to your situations. Talk to them about your God. Talk them about your, your, your you know, whatever that you're encountering. Amen. Talk to your own soul. The psalmist did it all the time. Told the soul, bless the Lord. Told the soul, I might tell you what the Word of God says about you. Amen. Uh, thank you, Father God. So, so that's important, to walk in the light of the experience of all that is, in, that is involved in the new birth, all that belongs to us, we must dare to confess. Amen. And claim it. I can just, just claim it. Just say, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I say yes and amen to that. That's who I am. That's what I have. That's what I can do. Amen. Um, I was reading something, um, and he was talking about how that word is and I thought, man, that's Bible, Bible prophecy. And that they were saying that fear is what is 
one of the uh, greatest, I'm going to use this word, it's not how it was said, I need to find it so I can write it correctly, but it was one of the greatest um, plagues today. Fear, fears of all kinds. Well, the Bible says that in the last days, people's hearts will fail them because of fear. Well, how about scriptures from the Word of God? I fear no evil, for you are with me. Amen? I mean, there's, there's, there's many scriptures about fear. Um, I was not going to go that direction right now, but you get what I'm saying. So to walk that divine nature, you've been made in the image and nature of God. Amen. You have the life of God in you. All of us. And we believe that. But, but we all can agree that we want to partake of more of it. And, and share more of it with others. So we're going to have to uh, realize that we, that we need to uh, put the word of God in our mouth more. And claim it. Make it yours. What the Bible says about you. That's, that's who I am. Amen. When you confess what you're in Christ, you claim it and walk in it, then you're appropriating the, the reality of what is legally yours. And you're going to have to, like we uh, started with that scripture, in Hebrews 4.14, I believe it was, that hold fast. You hold fast to the confession of your faith. Amen? And that's how things have worked in our lives. And that's how things sometimes work and they just seem like automatically. I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Why? Because they have been part of your life and part of what comes to you know, of, of the fellowship that you enjoy all the time with the Lord and thanking Him and proclaiming who He is in your life and, and what He's done in you, what you are in Him. It's that, that koinonia with Him. So, um, unfortunately, many will never realize this and will remain baby Christians I mean it's sad to see but never able to enjoy the fullness of what they really are in Christ and the bridge is the confession of the word of God Take, it's accepting it accepting it I have um let me see if I find it here. I believe that I will. In just a moment, find again that word confession and, and what it means. Confession is affirming something you believe. See, we, we must make these a part of our lives. It's witnessing to a truth we have embraced. And it's testifying to something we know. So see, it's not it's not uh, it's not anything anything strange. Uh, notice this: faith will never rise above the level of your confession of who you are in Christ. We we need our faith to continue to grow. So how do we go from knowing things, believing them, even even telling others? but to experiencing them. You know, from the legal to the vital side of the redemption. How do we do that? I'm, you know, I'm telling you. I'm telling you today. Hallelujah. Confession of who you are in Christ. Building the... Building the, the God image in us of who we are. We're not who we used to be. 
before we were new creatures. But you know, many of us were new creatures for years, but we did not really know how the new creature looked like. How the new creature, uh, and you know what I mean, looked like. Who, who, we re who that new creature really was. And what the new creature really thought like, talked like, acted like. The new creature is to have a spirit of faith. And the Bible says have, having that same spirit of faith in Second Corinthians 5. We believe, therefore we speak. Amen. You know, the first Christians were called, and this is historical, they were uh, called confessors of the word. They got a hold of it. They read the epistles that Paul had sent them. <laughs> they meditated. Their pastors preached about it. They did it. They confessed the word of God. Amen. That, praise God. And so are we. Amen. There was a commercial a long time ago of this um, dishwasher. And they would press it, you know, and it come out. Do you remember? I think it was called Joy. The Joy. The, the, it was named Joy. Yeah? I use jo No, I use Ivory. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, but they said something. Uh, the commercial says something about what you squeeze is what's going to come out. And that's the point I'm making, you know. Who's squeezing you? What is squeezing you? And what's coming out? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Who I am. That's who I am. That's what I have. Let's look at one more scripture and we'll go. Ephesians 1, 7 and 8. Glory to God. Change your words, change your world. You want to change your world? You're going to have to change your words. Listen to yourself. What are you letting come out of your mouth? Amen. You want to change the situation, change your words. Most of the trouble <laughs> has been caused by words or the lack of the right words. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Your tongue determines the direction and the destiny of your life. Mm -hmm. So, Ephesians 1, 7 and 8, you realize we're not just forgiven sinners. You're not just a forgiven sinner. You're a new creation. He's elevated you. Whew. Hallelujah. Even from the beginning, when Pastor reads in Genesis 1, 26, how we were made in the image and likeness of God. We didn't do it. We didn't make ourselves. But he did. He wants to fellowship with us. He craves us. Glory to God. He dreams about time with you, Pat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, Ephesians 1, 7, 8, and let's go. In him, this is another, and I think, you know, all of you by now know that there are, I think, like 134 scriptures in the epistles uh, that talk about in him. Uh, there may be some in the book of Acts as well, but in him, in Christ, in him. Let's go ahead and read it, and instead of saying we, we put I. Okay? Because this is another confession. This is building up an image. See, we're made in the image of God. What's the image of God? 
Just build the image of who you are in Him. Because don't go, don't, don't be satisfied just with the concept of, but now I'm going to walk in the light of it. So let's, let's uh, read it together. In Him, I have redemption through His blood. I have the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace, which He made to abound toward me in all wisdom and prudence. Um, maybe a long confession, but it's a good one. Amen? Give me verse 7 again. In Him I have a redemption through His blood. I have redemption. And you know about what you've been redeemed from? By now, you know you've been in this church for a while. You have redemption through his blood. The devil tries to come and condemn you, and you know, I have the forgiveness of sins. Amen? And it's according to the riches of his grace. And you spend some time just, just bragging about God's grace. Amen? Let him that brag, brag on the Lord. That's what, what it means. Let him that glory, glory in the Lord. Let him that brag, brag on the Lord. Amen. On his grace. Which he made to abound toward us. And he's given you all wisdom and prudence. I don't know about, about you, but prudence is pretty helpful. In times I've been imprudent, and I thought, man, oh, no, 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 don't do that again. Amen. Glory to God and wisdom. So it's, it's, all, it's, it's all building a, an image of who you are. Amen. Satan's dominion over you has been broken. Amen. Let's finish with that because it reminds us of pastors, the, the word that pastor's really putting in us deep. He's hammering it. Amen. Say that with me. Uh, Satan's uh, dominion over me has been broken. Satan lost his dominion over my life when I was born again. How about that to just refresh you? Glory to God. You know what that means? It means that Jesus has the dominion now. He is the dominator. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! And we know we're in good hands when he is. Satan has lost his dominion over you. Remind yourself of that. You know, that's uh, out of Galatians 3.13, other scriptures. But I said I was not going to share one more tonight. But, but put that in your, you know, in your list of things to proclaim. Satan has no dominion over me. You've, you've lost. You lost me a long time ago. Amen? I won't allow you to mess with me. Jesus is my Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm under new management. Glory to God. So, Father God, we just thank you tonight. Thank you for these precious people. Thank you for refreshing us with your word. Thank you for being the high priest of our confession. Thank you, Lord, for these precious promises that you have given us. And through them, through receiving them and confessing them and claiming them, we become partakers of the divine nature. Oh, thank you, Father. We give you glory and honor and praise tonight. We thank you, Father God. There are angels all around you, all around each and every one of us and our loved ones, keeping us safe from all harm and injury and any type of destruction. And we give your Father all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. No farming accidents to any 
of our people or any other type of accident. Amen? We're kept safe. Amen? Angels respond to the word of the Lord too. Amen? And they're very real. And they're, they're all around, all around us. And they're waiting for the word of the, of the Lord because that's the only, only thing they can obey. The only thing that loses them to, to, and puts them to work. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, this is it. I better quit. I've gone further <laughs> than, I, than 